Blog Talk Radio. Hey, happy Friday. What's up, y'all? This is Miss Leisha. You are tuned into Less Chats. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We appreciate everybody that's tuning in. This is going to be an awesome, awesome show tonight. We're talking about he says, she says. Okay, so we got two fabulous guests that are going to be in the club, in the chat room clubhouse. You listen to me, y'all. That's going to be in the chat room tonight, child. It is going down up in here. Okay, so let me tell you how it came about. So I posted a Facebook post. You know, everybody knows that T and I have, we try to do something different this year on the show. And so we do trending topics now. Um, And so our trending topic this week, uh, the question is, a woman is here to keep you accountable and push you to be a better man. And I was like, let's talk about it. And so all the men, now this is the thing, more men chimed in in agreement than women did. That was the crazy part about it, y'all. So child, we about to talk about it here on Let's Chat. We waiting for T to roll in. She a little bit behind, but that's okay. We're going to get it cracking until Miss Tiggy here. We're going to have author Quentin Morgan and Felicia Hamilton in here. They're going to talk that talk. This is a great Mars versus Venus type conversation. Um, it's very interesting because some people were offended that I used the word push. And at first I had to think about it because there were some men that looked over that and they were like, yeah, I agree. I need to be pushed. And some men was like, don't push me. If you push me, that means I'm not ready to move and I'm being forced to move in a direction I'm not ready to go in. I could say more about that, but I'm just voicing the opinion that was left on the post there. My thing with that is if you look at the flip side of that, 
the words that we use, it's not really what you say. It's it's how you say it, but also how that word is received. You see what I'm saying? So, for example, the word control. If somebody tells me something about some control, I'm going in off top because that word control is really offensive to me. I get offended. I don't feel any man is supposed to control any female at for no reason at no point in time ever in his life. Like nobody is supposed to have control over you, like ever, right? So that's the word, though. That's what the word does to me. That word, it, it just does something to me. Now, push did something to one of the um, people that chimed in. They didn't like the word push. The word push made them feel not less of a man, but it made him feel like his manhood was being challenged. You see what I'm saying? And I think that a lot of times when it comes between men and women, when we are feeling challenged by the other sex, that creates a dynamic for us to always have conflict, if that's understandable. So we're going to get into it. We're going to talk that talk, y'all. We're going to take a brief break and listen to some tunes. And when we get back, we're going to get into it because I'm excited and I hope you are too. This your boy, Yo Gotti. Gotti. To my muscle, bitch, I'm living. Yo, God, it told me he got work. I said, OG, let's get it. They do my dirt with no code defending. I know they snitching 30 years, reels, but he broke. That boy got no ambition. I was 16, triple beam, leaning on him. No, the street couldn't hold me. They triple teaming on me. I remember telling Frank, boy, I want a bag. Now I'm shopping with my bitch, all she want is Chanel. Went to sleep, count sheep, I woke up count money. If it's right for the price, tell him I said money. Remember, I ain't have a pot to piss me. Started whipping, 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 now look how I'm living. Hey, chili in it, big got all my chains on. Man, I'm about to blow like it's cocaine on. Told that walker flocker got that flame on. Just me chugging with my rich home. Hey, hey, this I live. This I live. This I live. This I live. I really live it like for real. I really do this shit for real. 120 carries, don't get yourself embarrassed. But I paid for the cross, I could have bought a navy. 4,032 grams, say one. Home damage chain is what I paid for just one. When I was young, they labeled your board, damn fool. 22's enough on my Benz truck and my old school. You get the picture, the money, it ain't the issue. Six figures before the rap game, now I'm a little rich. Homie, still a real nigga, yeah, and I do real shit. Make West fucking round with Starship to my whole creek. Down the Springfield, nigga, get it how you live. 
Flocka, flocka, got that flame on Get me chugging with my rich home Hey, hey, this I live This I live This I live This I live I really live this life for real I really do this shit for real This I live This I live This I live This I live I really live this life for real Are you an author looking for promotional services or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Writing Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstore. So head over to writingroyaltypromotions.com and check us out. Yacht dreams on a sunny day. Six rings like MJ. Yeah. Winning. She said she never ever been with a star. So she said she never gave nobody a heart. Oh, no, she didn't. I said, well, like this is only the beginning. So get you with me, baby, know that you winning. They both not compare, yeah Refining fabrics that just pay the chain No need us arguing over petty things Look, we'll pull up in foreign horses, I'm the jockey Green light on gold, baby, who gon' stop me? Girl, rub me three times, I grant you wishes Don't need no mistletoe to give you kisses Start flashing, I be like that girl, you blowing up. I so you skating on, no need them hating on you. Louis, I'm lacing on you. Nothing is basic on you. Smile on your face, make me say, girl, you so beautiful. What I got in that safe, that's only for me and you to know.
crazy, man. I woke up this morning and realized that I'm close to 50 years old now. And the young boys out here act like my life is over with. So it got me to thinking, man, like, what if I could go back in time? I wish you know I Now I'm three times over Feels like I got angels now looking over my shoulder Still thinking back every day to my mom and things I told her Now I did most of those things but every year I still get bolder I'm not supposed to be doing young folks music but I done told ya I'm bringing the 1970s back like Ali and Frazier But I'm no New York kid growing up in Madison Square Garden I'm a West Philly kid who grew up with Dr. J and the Spectrum Spectrum Record store shop in Stanton Avenue, Washington Lane, back West Oak Lane. Mass production had the funky firecracker song for me. Then the Sugar Hill Gang dropped rappers, the lights so so bleed. And the party went crazy when they dropped up Apache. I even bought a couple records back then from the Treacherous Three. With Special K, Sunshine, and Cool Mo D. Man, I remember vividly these first hip hop songs for me.
reminiscing on them old times, you know, we can't bring them back, so I gotta keep working on that fly girl movie now to make sure I get it right for the 80s, you feel me, and for all the young bucks out there that want high beats and songs, come holler at your old head, Omar Tyree, for real. Our girl is on the way. Now, our topic today is he 
says, she says. We got two fabulous guests that's going to kick in the chat room door and turn it up. Author Quentin Morgan and author Felicia L. Hamilton, they're going to come in here. They're going to give us their version, their take on it. It's going to go down up in here. If you are joining me on my Facebook Live, hey, y'all, hey. Yes, I'm getting everything over here on Facebook Live. Uh, author <laughs> author Naila Zaire is teaching me Arabic. Uh, we we got so much love on the Facebook Live. Now, the Facebook Live is something new that me and Tony are going to do uh, periodically, sometimes on my page and sometimes on her page. So make sure you guys look out for that. <laughs> and we also do our trending topics now. Those who listen to Let's Chat, we have trending topics that we uh, have on the show. And so our trending topic this week is your woman is here to keep you accountable and push you to be a better man. And we wanted to talk about it. And let me tell y'all, more men agreed with it than women. Now, this is the thing about the words that we use. Y'all know the words that we use, right? Okay, so the thing with the words that we use, it's not really what you say. It's how you say it and how that person receives it. You see what I'm saying? Because you can say it in the nicest way possible and not mean anything by it, but depending on that person's spirit, how they receive it, how they receive that word, how they receive and interpret what you are saying is, I think, what causes men and women to clash a lot of times. Because a lot of times we are saying the same thing, but it doesn't sound the same way. That makes sense. A lot of times we are saying the same thing, but it does not sound the same way. So we gonna <laughs> shout out to everybody. What's going on? Author Dwight Allen is checking in on the Facebook Live. We got author Hakeem Stokes checking in on the Facebook Live. We got author Brittany Thompson checking in on the Facebook Live. Mike Payne checking in on the Facebook Live. What's popping, y'all? Now, if y'all want to call in and join in the fun, just hit us up at 347-205-9387. Also, you can check me out on my live, which is trending now on my Facebook page, um, as well as if you want to comment on the topic you can leave it either on the post on my Facebook page. You can call in and comment, or you can leave it on the live. Uh, sometimes live moves pretty fast, and so um, I have both. I have two Facebooks up, so I can be able to see um, the questions on the live a little better. So hopefully that um, helps with the process. Naila, uh, after Naila says, tell me about me and Khalid have that issue all the time. Uh, after Khalid is her husband, and yes, we not kids and clash all the time. And, you know, I use the example, I don't know if you're just tuning into the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. I use the example of the word. I use the word push. And some men got offended by that word. It made, it made you feel away, right? Well, it's the same with women when a man uses the word control. I feel personally control is the most uh, most offensive word that you can use to me because I don't feel no man is supposed to control you no way, no how, no ever, okay, and not voice it. So 
know the word control does something. So it's the words. It's how we receive those things. You know what I'm saying? So, Naila, the call-in number, 347-205-9387. And so with that, uh, that's why I say it's not really what you say. It's how it's received and, and how it, it, it makes that person feel when you say it. We got our first guest. Shout-out to Serena uh, J. Flemings kicking it with us on the chat, the chat live segment. We got our first guest, the fabulous Quentin Morgan. Hey, how are you? Hello, <laughs> Hello ladies. How are you all doing? It's good to be in the number again. I'm happy to welcome, be here and ready to get this conversation started. Absolutely. Now, before we get started, I want you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. Oh, absolutely. My name is Quentin Morgan. Uh, the Relationship Advocate, and as a Relationship Advocate, I publicly support multiple ways and concepts in which people connect and their state of being connected. I also have uh, three books currently uh, right now out in publication. The first book is named uh, Male Baggage, Understanding the Burdens and Impediments that Men Bring into Relationships. My second book is entitled Male Baggage Two: Masters of Deception, my third book, which is the Amazon bestseller called Female Baggage, Understanding the Problems that Some Females Can Bring into Relationships. And I'm currently releasing my fourth book, February the 17th, called Church Hurt, Hiding Under Religious Traditions. And anybody out there, you can follow me on Facebook under Quentin James. You also can follow me on Twitter as well under Quentin Morgan at Unique Fitness. All right. You better talk that talk. Y'all, y'all hear that? He is a relationship advocate as well as an author, y'all. If y'all have not checked out his page, he talks about everything. He's Quentin James on Facebook. Make sure y'all hit him up. He's always trending anything and everything relationships, open relationships, closed relationships, divorce, non-divorce. I mean, you name it, he's talking about it. Shacking up, not shocking up. Should you share your taxes? Should you not share your taxes? He's talking about everything. (laughs) (laughs) And so we appreciate him because we know he is busy. So we do appreciate him coming to take time out to come and kick it with us here on Let's Chat. For those looking for Miss Tony, she is on them New York trains. She is on her way. We are talking that talk today for those just tuning in. If you want to call in and you're on the Facebook Live and you want to make a comment, you just call 347-205-9387. You can also check my wall. I have the trending topic, which is men, your woman is your woman is here to keep you accountable and push you to be a better man. And we're going to talk that talk about it tonight, y'all. Yes, so if you're on the Facebook Live, I have my Facebook Live up too so I can be able to see when people leave uh, comments and I'll try to get it in there. I know sometimes Facebook Live moves kind of fast, and so it's hard to be able to see it. But make sure you can jump on my page, Tony's page. We both got the topic up. Um, Quentin shared it on his page, so we're talking that talk live. Let's talk about it, Quentin. Let's jump on in it. Let's get with it. Um, you know, where, where, where do I start? Where do you want me to start at? Okay, so we're going to talk about a few things, okay, because we had a lot of people that commented, and a lot of men agreed, but there were some men that did not. Let's talk about the verbiage and how how things are received when you are communicating with the opposite sex, because I used the word push, and the word push, it shook, it not didn't shake people, but it, it put a little salt somewhere where they was like, I don't know about that word. 
you know, mm-hmm. so then I started asking people, if you could reword what I said, how would you word it or what word would you use? And people are like motivate, inspire. They were using every word but the word push. Let's talk right, about that right. real quick. Well, here's what, and I remember, and you did ask that question, and I and I actually said I wouldn't reword it anyway. I would leave it just like it is. One thing about it, um, you, you have to take people for where they are, where they are. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of like if you can tell a woman, um, and I'm just using a woman, or you can tell a man, it could be a man or a woman, but you can say, well, know your role. You know, mm-hmm. what do you mean by role? What do you mean by role? Well, we all have right, role. Right, okay, right. What, 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 what do you want me to say, assignment? You know, uh, position, <laughs> direction, you know what I mean? Right. So it just depends on where a person is mentally, right, how they see things from a mental standpoint or how they see things, uh-huh. what's going on in their lives that can actually um, trigger certain things, okay? Because we all have certain trigger words, especially when you're dealing with people. When pe- us, everyone, we have some type of baggage. We all have some type of dysfunction, mm-hmm. right? We all we all have some type of um, um, PT. R-S-D, post-traumatic relationship disorder, okay? So um, there's always certain trigger words that can trigger you to go left, right? So mm-hmm, for me, mm-hmm. just pushed isn't, you know, you can use motivate, but it's still the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, you can use inspire, mm-hmm. but it's still the same thing, you know? So it doesn't matter what the, the mindset of the individual is, right? At the end of the day, people should know or should understand where you're coming from when you use whatever verbiage or whatever wording that you're using, people should really know where you're coming from if they're dealing with you, right? They know you're coming from a positive place. They know you're not coming from anywhere negative unless they want to be argumentative, okay? Unless you have (laughs) – or unless you've hit that nerve, right, that trigger word that has triggered them to, you know, go left, to go go black, to go blank, you know what I mean? So I think it's just all all a matter of – where a person, it, you know, where they are mentally, you know. And that's Absolutely. why, you know, we have a lot of, and, and that is part of the communication process. Once mm-hmm. you get to know your partner, then you're able to um, not use certain words because you know it's going to trigger a certain reaction, right? But it all that's part of the relationship process and getting to know one another. Absolutely. And we talked about this, I don't know if you heard before we tuned, uh, before you chimed in. I'm glad you brought up trigger words because I said the word control. When a man talks about the word control to a woman, it's instant. Like, control what? You know, mm-hmm. and it it does something. It's something about that word control. Shouldn't mm-hmm. no man control nobody, no nothing ever. But if you think about the what control is, young man should be able to bend your ear. And when he bends your ear, his words have weight. And so that in itself is a form of control because he can tell you something that's going to make you go to the left or right just by Mm -hmm. what he's saying because what he says has weight. But you can't say control because I'm going to be like, control what? And and, and (laughs) I'm glad you said argumentative because I'm very combative. I'm, I'm told that all the time. Mm-hmm. I am like, you say, what? well, who? Who, mm-hmm. where, what, when? You know, so mm-hmm. I get that as well. But I mm-hmm. think that, and shout out to Real Talk Helena, because she bought this up um, yesterday on the post. Again, if you're on Facebook Live, what's up, y'all? If you are on the post uh, and you comment, we're going to chime in on your different comments here and there. But... 
shout out to Real Talk Helena because what she said was so wow and real. Strong women are overbearing. And so a lot of times we can't help but to push. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there are some strong men that are overbearing as well. And then, again, that causes that clash between men and women. Let's talk a little bit about well, that. Well, let me ask you this. What makes a strong woman? What makes a strong woman? Yeah, what makes a strong I think, woman? I think your assertiveness is what makes you strong. Being able to handle stuff, being able to um, hold your own and mm-hmm. And, and walk in a certain way where right. you have that integrity, you have that independence, mm-hmm. you have that, all mm-hmm. of that just wrapped up in one bubble. But I okay. think a lot of times when you are too independent, you you can be too strong, and it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing, but it's like not knowing how to play with well, others. Well, this is what happens, okay? And I just asked you what was a strong woman. I was just asking. I was going to ask the same thing about a strong man, but... I'm just going to break this down real simple, okay? What happens is we have two individuals that are alpha personalities. They're going to clash, right? Mm-hmm. Two alpha personalities cannot coincide. Now, they probably can coincide, you know, together, but you're going to always clash because you're alpha, mm-hmm. you're alpha. Uh, alpha needs beta. Beta needs alpha, <laughs> you know. So you have to, if, if she's an alpha female, she's really going to have to deal with a beta male, someone who's a little more passive. If he's an alpha right. male, he's going to have to deal with a beta female. And uh, someone who's a little bit more passive, right? And being passive isn't a, isn't a bad thing, right? Um, yeah, you just yeah. understand your, you're just understanding your position. You know, you're just lackadaisical of, of someone that really doesn't want to be argumentative, you know, or let you have it for sake of argument, right? And they have mm-hmm. other ways of actually letting you know who they are and what they stand for without being um, combative, you know. So, you know, dealing dealing with an alpha female, an alpha female has to deal with a beta male. If she's dealing with another alpha or alpha male, she's going to continue, or they're going to continue to have, or always have, arguments or or heated fellowships, as I call them, because they're both alpha. They both have to be in charge. They both have to, you know, um, uh, be the one that gives direction, right? And most uh, most of the time, a lot of alpha males or females have a hard time taking instruction, have a hard time taking instruction. So <clears throat> if you find yourself, you understand that, if you understand that's who you are, you need to deal with someone that is the opposite, <laughs> you know, that is the opposite of that, but to balance you out. Because if you don't, you'll continue to butt heads. And throughout your whole relationship, if it lasts long or any length of time, you're going to continue to always have heated fellowships, and that's not good in any uh, way, shape, or form. Yeah, I could see that. That's a, that's a real different way to put it. But yeah. I would say that um, when you're when you're strong. So what he's saying is an alpha female and an alpha male can't can't coincide. They're always going to lock heads. They're always going to go at it. And so they need that passive person um, to be able to make it a balanced relationship. The thing I say mm-hmm. about that is. When you are the one that's always doing the pushing, the always doing the pulling, always making the direction, that um, for a woman is frustrating. 
if I'm Absolutely. always pushing and pulling us to a different level, and see for us for me, I mm-hmm. I have to be not led as far as controlled, but mm-hmm. I need to be. I need a man to pour into me. Like you have to teach me something, show me mm-hmm. something. But if I'm doing mm-hmm. all the teaching, all the showing, all the pulling, that makes a frustrating relationship because you're it's the lead all the time, and. Uh, it's hard to be submissive to a passive male because what am I submitting to? You see what I'm saying? Well, now, I said exactly what you're saying. Now, the it's different between the, a beta male. Hold on, let me say this. It's the difference between a beta male and a weak male. It's a difference. Oh. You know, what's the difference? It's a big difference. Number one, a weak male is someone that, that like you just said, someone that you always got to push, someone that you always got to instruct, someone that you always got to direct. That's a weak male. See, a, really, a beta male or a beta guy or a beta woman, they're leading other ways. They, they lead in other facets of the relationship. They don't have to, you don't have to push a guy that's a beta guy. He doesn't have to be pushed. He already understands or he's already being pushed because he, like I said in my statement, uh, my comment on the post, a man, a true man, he appreciates his woman pushing him, but a true man pushes himself because of you. A true man is better because of you. Right? right? He doesn't right. need the push, but it's good to have you, but, you know, on his back or behind him. I don't want to, you know, uh, direct the statement. Behind him, pushing him to move forward, to, to, to do better. You can do it. That's a cheerleader. Right? So there's a difference between a weak man and a beta guy. It's a difference because you lead in other directions. We all have certain areas within our relationships that we lead in. You may be better, better at cooking than I am. So, therefore, that's your leadership role. Um, you may be better at doing bills than I am. So, that's your leadership, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. But there's certain ways that you can lead without having to be verbal, without having to, well, even sexual, however you want to do it. There's other ways that you can lead without having to be combative. But someone that's smart, <laughs> okay, would understand that. Even, like I said, if a, if a man is weak, that he's impact. You know, you can. Do this, do that. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. We need to do this. We need to do that. Absolutely, you're not going to want to be around that man because you're pushing him around. And all women want to feel protected and loved and, 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 and you know, provided for and things of that nature and want to feel, and I, I, I believe that most women want to feel like they can at least go to that man and give them some type of direction um, in some facet or some aspect of, of the relationship, right? But if you do it with a man that has no direction, that has no focus, that has no understanding, um, that has to be pushed and has to be driven, and that's some man that an alpha female would not want to be with. Okay. I can see that. So those that mm-hmm. are listening, what do y'all think? You know, if, you, if you're if you on the live and you want to chime in, you can call into the show, uh, 347-205-9387 if you want to listen. Uh, if you want to, or you can click the link. On my page, that will allow you to listen as well. Or if you want to leave your comment in the live, I'll mention that on the show. Uh, and if you call in and you want to talk, make sure you press your one so we can get you in. And that's 347-205-9347. We are talking that talk here on Let's Chat. All of those that are just tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Miss Leisha. You know, I got my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. She is on her way into the chat room, we're talking about that talk today about he says, she says. 
And it's this a Mars and Venus type conversation right now. We're chopping it up with Quentin Morgan, and he is dropping that knowledge on us. Okay, so make sure y'all y'all get a listen so y'all can be able to chime in and talk. Shout out to Serenity Hall. She just tuned in on the live. What's going on to my Facebook live page? Okay, let's get back into it. All right. So now look, I understand the 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 beta male and the weak mm-hmm. male, but mm-hmm. if it's kind of like if nobody really breaks it down to you, you kind of don't know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I would think that a lot of strong women would feel like not a beta, not a weak male, because I don't think any man is weak. Um, I think he he has his own strength. I think mm-hmm. the problem comes in with any man, whether he's alpha, beta, mm-hmm. alphabet, A, B, C, one, two, three, whoever <laughs> he is. Right. It's the submission part. And mm-hmm. see, with submission, it's, it's different. Because a lot of men feel because, and don't send me no inboxes, and yeah, I said it in advance, okay? Um, a lot of, hey, a lot of men feel because they are a man, a woman is to submit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you can't control yourself, if you don't have, if you're not effectively maintaining yourself, mm-hmm. she's not going to let, she's not going to submit to you because she can't let mm-hmm. you leave because mm-hmm. she knows that she can't follow you because you're not going to be able to lead effectively. And that not comes right. into yeah. that wholeness. And shout mm-hmm. out to uh, Pastor Tor Ray Roberts. He has a new book coming out called Wholeness. comes out next week. And um, I've been able and blessed to be part of his launch team for his release. But well, I think that a lot of times we get wrapped up in that. We think that you have to be with somebody, and you don't. You We think no. that wanting someone and needing someone, they're two different things. If you're with somebody mm-hmm. because you you need them, then you need to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to want to be there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There can't be mm-hmm. a reason why you're there. you got to want to be there. Talk a little bit about That's that right. with us today. Well, um, a couple of things. Let's go back to the um, first part of the question. Uh, the first question, you talked about the submit aspect. Um, <clears throat> one thing about it, you know, a, a man, a uh, true man, has to give a woman something to submit to. <laughs> you know, um, you, you know, you have to give them something to submit to. So, in which, in other words, he has to have his act together. He has to know his, you know, his purpose, know his role. <laughs> you know, know who he is, right, and be able to lead um, in certain aspects or facets of the relationship. You know what I mean? So, you know. Um, you know, with that, you know, a lot of women would have a problem, true women would have a problem following or submitting. And all submission means is to allow. That's really all mm-hmm. it means. But um, would have a problem, you know, submitting to a man that really hasn't submitted to himself, right? Which means being mm-hmm. a man, being the man that God has called him to be, right, um, uh, in his relationship. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, you know you'll find a lot of men, or some men, I don't say a lot of men, but you'll find some men that doesn't that don't really know who they are and don't, you know, understand what it means to be a true man. 
So therefore, you know, he uh, found it hard pressed for a true woman to really, you know, um, submit to him. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Just to address that aspect of it. What was the second part? What did you just ask? Was the second part? Um, the submission and then being whole, wholeness. Because being whole, wholeness your wholeness is, is is having you. That that's very important because I and right. shout out to uh, Arthur Serenity Hall because she just said if you don't want to be there, you will be miserable, and that's so Absolutely. very true. But if you are not whole, mm-hmm. you're going to be miserable. That means that you're always going to be looking for somebody to make you happy. And the problem mm-hmm. is, can't nobody make you happy. That's not an external thing. That's internal. It comes from That's you. Right. So if you're not happy, if you're lacking on the inside, it's going to spill over into your relationship. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they, and so absolutely. talk about that wholeness factor. Well, here's the thing. Um, being whole, or when when you talk about being happy, um, first of all, emotions are just simply your interpretation of the experience. Because all emotions mm-hmm. are. No one can make you happy. Someone can add to your happiness, um, but no one can make you happy. No one can make you sad, right? Mm-hmm. It's just simply your interpretation of the experience. And let me break that down a little bit. It's just like you can get fired from your job. We both get fired from the same job. You come back, you blow everybody up, I just go get me another job. You interpret it the same experience differently, right? So that's basically what they're saying. So the thing is you can't come, you can't enter into a brand-new relationship half. You have to be already whole, and wholeness comes from within. Even the Bible itself, the Bible itself said, um, let your light shine before men so others may see your good works. Light comes from within, right? So whatever that light is, whatever that light is, if it's dim, it's going to come out. If it's bright, it's going to come out, okay? But you have to be whole. No one can make you whole. You have to already be whole. Right? You have to come into a relationship already in oneness, which is wholeness. Right? You can't come in half. If you come in half, you're going to leave probably worse than you were before you went in, especially if the relationship is dismal, is, is desolate, mm-hmm. is bad. So these, um, a, a lot of people, and that's one reason we have a lot of, a lot of failed relationships because of the lack of being whole. <laughs> right, and we right. don't understand a lot of better, times. A lot of times we don't understand. <laughs> a lot of times we don't understand. And let me talk about. It. I mean, I'm gonna break that down a little bit. Once, a lot of times we don't understand really who we are as an individual. We don't really know what we like as an individual. You, and I say that because you always hear women and men, women and men, they say, "I want a woman that cooks, cleans, and 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 makes love all the time." Then they get a woman that cooks, cleans, and makes love all the time, then they complain. Or you have a woman that says, I want a guy that has a job, that has his act together, and this, that, and the other. They get a guy that does that, then they diss him, right? Because we really don't know who we are, which means we really don't know what we want. That's where we're so indecisive when it comes to relationships. Because we're what? Not completely whole. But a person that is completely whole will understand who they are, what they want, and what they expect. And you are what you attract. The law of attraction states that your dominant thoughts will always find itself a way to manifest within your life, okay? So when you are that whole person, you will attract other whole people. Therefore, you won't have the same relationship problems that other people have as a whole. You better talk that talk. I'm trying. <laughs> Y'all hear that? He broke it down. <laughs> I had nothing to say for that. You broke that thing down. <laughs> well, I tried to. I tried to. 
Yeah, but we, but we got to, you know, that's, and, that, and, that, and that's a big deal in relationships, right? Being whole or lack thereof. So that's one of the big things that we have, you know, one of the big problems that we have in relationships is the fact that we're not completely whole. And then we enter into a relationship thinking that we're going to be have that balance. We already came in half empty or half full. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we're already unbalanced. We're already out of balance. Then we come into the relationship looking for that balance, but we're already mm-hmm. out of balance. So it's darn near impossible for us to Alex actually balance each other out because he may be he, he may be whole, and you probably have not as whole as you are as well. Because both of you all are half full, right? And you're trying to balance each other out and trying to figure each other out. And therefore, you have the same you know you have the same problems that a lot of other people are having within their relationships, which is which is what not being whole. Absolutely. And those of you who are just tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Les Chat. I am Miss Leisha. And you know, we waiting on my girl, Tony the Stroll, in here. She is on her way. But we got the fabulous author, Quentin Morgan, a relationship advocate, relationship advocate here. He is breaking it all the way down, y'all. He is breaking it down. If y'all want to call in and comment, just make sure you call 347-205-9387. We're also going to have the fabulous Felicia Hamilton. We're also going to have the fabulous Felicia Hamilton um, chiming in. We were having a real true Mars versus Venus conversation today, y'all, here in the chat room. Um, If you are Tuning into our live via podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. Now, let's let's. I'm gonna go back mm-hmm. because you just broke you just broke that thing that holding this thing on down there because that I think mm-hmm. that's a problem with a lot of relationships because mm-hmm. you have the uh, chemistry and this is mm-hmm. the thing. This is why people say side chicks is winning. Okay, chemistry. You can have chemistry with about six, seven people, different people. I could walk outside mm-hmm. and see 20 people and have chemistry with them. So if mm-hmm. you don't know the steps, in the words of Aaron Bebo, there's levels to it. If you don't know the steps to actually being in a healthy relationship, you're going to stop at chemistry and say, mm-hmm. ooh, I got chemistry with you. Ooh, I got chemistry with you. Ooh, I got chemistry with you. This is why women... And don't send me no inboxes, and yeah, I said it. <laughs> this is why women, and, and I used to do this, I used to be able to say, I made the perfect man out of more than one man. Because you got chemistry. So you got chemistry. This one can do this. This one does this. This one does this. This one does that. Do you need one? No. Why? Because you got like five. And all five make the perfect man. You got one that take you out, one that look out for you, one that likes to go eat, one that do this, one that do that, one that's just good in the bed, but he ain't good for nothing else. You know what I'm saying? We And I think men do it too, which makes it so hard to get into a relationship with just that one person. What do you think about that? Uh, Well, those people are not whole. If you can't, <laughs> if you, listen, the, the world is a big place. The world is vast, okay? Um, there's somebody out there for you, for everybody. Trust me. And there's multiple people out there for you, multiple, okay? So if you got to pick and if you, if you have to go through or be with three or four different women or three or four different men in order to make one complete man, then something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you because you should be able to find everything. But people get married every day. 
People get divorced every day, too, but people get mad every day. Relationships happen every day, right? So it's really simple. It's really simple to find that person, and it really is, to find that person that you connect with. It really is. Because like I said earlier, you are what you attract, right? So if you're, if you're not attracting the, the whole woman or the whole mm-hmm. man, then something's wrong with you. Something wrong with you. If you've got to date three or four different men, you know, or or in order to make one guy. There's nothing wrong with dating three or four guys. That's fine. Nothing wrong with dating three or mm-hmm. four women. That's fine, as long as they know that you're dating, right? But you shouldn't have to pick this from this one, that one from that one, this from that one, in order to make one guy. You should be able to find that one guy that has all those attributes. You should be able to find one woman that has all those uh, all those attributes and all those qualities, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing, I, I, and I've said this before, especially concerning women. I've said this before, and I'll continue to say it. I haven't met a bad woman yet. I haven't. You know, most women, most women, it's just a matter of who you are as a man. Most women are already ready. They're already set. They're already ready to commit. They're already to, 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 um, to be whatever it is that needs to be done, that person that they need to be within that relationship in order to, to make that relationship flourish most of the mm-hmm. time, most of the time, right? Normally, or a lot of occasions, it's us as men that mess it up. Right, I don't care what nobody say. You can say what you want, but most of the time it's us that messes it up, right? Mm-hmm. Because we want to have three or four different women. I'm glad you said okay? it. Okay? Uh, yeah, and I keep saying it, <laughs> okay? Um, you know, because we want to have three or four different women that are doing the same things, okay? Mm-hmm. That's why I said most women are already, most women come in already ready, okay? But it's us creates this baggage to create this damage, and then a woman goes to another relationship. Now she's even more broken than she was before because we didn't mess her up. Because we promised her A, B, C, and D and didn't give her none of the three that we promised, right? But you Not know what? Go ahead. I'm, a, I'm on the man's side on this. Okay. What's the man's side? No. We put too much pressure on men sometimes. What pressure like what? That, uh, just pressure in general. This mm-hmm. is the thing. Mm-hmm. Your baggage is there because you're not whole. So the thing is, when two broken people come together, your mm-hmm. attraction is not really your chemistry, but it is. Your chemistry is really your brokenness. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's broken and you broken. So when two broken people come together in any element, whether y'all get married, whether y'all just shacking, whether y'all are whatever. boyfriend mm-hmm. and girlfriend, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. when two broken people come together, Eventually, one person or both are going to heal. And when that process comes, that relationship is going to fall apart. And it's it's really, we'll, we'll say, well, he did this and he did that, but you didn't make sure you had you. Like, I think that marriage is great for some, you know what I'm saying? But I think mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. people didn't give us proper information about it. You know what I'm saying? They made it seem all wonderful and sweet all the time. They didn't give us proper information. They didn't. They didn't make us ready for for the for the work. And uh, back in the day, people got married for right because back in the day, people Mm -hmm. got married for security. Security. Basically, you get married for security, companionship, and have babies. That's that's back in the day. That's how they did it. That was their security, and it wasn't for protection. Because when slaves got married, your man couldn't protect you. He was your companion. Mm-hmm. He was he was there to you know where y'all could build something together and y'all could have mm-hmm. kids. 
But mm-hmm. this is the thing with that. When you come together, if you are not prepared for what it is, like a lot of people don't know what marriage is, like the bottom line of it. And it's confusing to a lot of people because they, they ain't prepare us right. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a lot of people um, to talk about the slavery aspect. But here's the thing about slavery. Um, you're talking about different times. So when you have different times, there, there are different measures that go into different situations. So you really can't compare slavery to today because the times were different. Right. No, no, no. I was um, just saying marriage in general. When no, it no, no, started, it no, no, started no, no. basic, See, you know, and then I, we added our own society in Right. right. Mm-hmm. We added our society, but we had to add our society because society changed. I'm not. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. But I'm just. I'm just adding a little extra element because things were different. So yeah, we couldn't protect them because of the slave aspect. The times were different. As times go, things change. Just like life, things change, and um. What happens, like you said, a lot of times women are people, not just women, men too. We're misinformed. But here's the thing. We can be misinformed, but then we don't even try to go to get the correct or the adequate information in order to make things better. You see, nowadays, people do not honor their vows. They just say the vows because that's out of tradition, you know, for better or for worse, for rich or for poor, you know, for sickness and in health. Now, it's for better or bounce. When things don't go right, it's, I'm gone, right? Um, I love you. It's not for now and forever. It's for now until. Until what? Until I get tired of you. Until I get tired of this. Until I get tired of that, you know. So um, now we're not marrying, you know, for the, for the long haul. As soon as trouble arises, comes about, we're ready to bounce. We're ready to bounce. So we're not ready. We're not are qualified uh, to handle these um, the, the negative aspects or the bad aspects or just the, the the bottom aspects that come into relationships. It's not going to always be peaches and cream, right? You're going to mm-hmm. have situations where you're broke. You're going to have situations where you might not have nothing to eat. That situation where the man may lose his job. You're going to have situations where the woman may get sick and she can't do certain things, right? You have to prepare yourself for that. Just like, you know, prepare prior to. You have to prepare yourself for marriage. You have to prepare yourself for a relationship. You have to prepare yourself for that, uh-huh. right? And if you're not prepared, right, it's going to fail, right? You have to prepare yourself. I always tell people all the time, when you enter into a relationship, you have to know if that person is weatherproof, okay? You have to know if that person oh, is weatherproof. And what, and what I mean by that is if you're going and you, you can't enter a hurricane with an umbrella, Okay, you have to know that, that person is able to bring the right artillery that is needed for battle, that is needed needed to weather the storm, that is needed to batten down these hatches so we can handle this water when it comes in. Right? You have to have someone that's able to uh, fight that fight. Right? A person that's able to fight that fight. So when you don't have a person that's that has the right arsenal in order to fight the battle, you're gonna lose. Because you can't bring a knife to a gunfight, okay? So you have to know that your man or your woman is bringing a gun just like you or a knife just like you that's bringing the, the, the appropriate artillery in order to win the battles that are going to come throughout your relationship. And I'm not just, just picking on married people. I think that 
first of all, since we're on marriage, people get married for the wrong reasons. Why? Because they don't Absolutely. understand what mar- what marriage is, Absolutely. period. Absolutely. A lot of people mm-hmm. get married for security. Mm-hmm. Secure yourself. Right. If you mm-hmm. secure right. and he's secure, and I don't mean secure as, I mean financially secure. You see what I'm saying? If you are secure and he's secure, then the mm-hmm. finances ain't the problem. I think that a lot mm-hmm. of times marriages, they have difficulties because of finances or because a lot of times, and I'm going to say this because it's true, say women, it. Say it. society makes us think that we have to give up everything for our man, everything for our family, and they got to be the center of your world. I'm about to say this. And if any family members is on here, don't send me no inboxes. Won't no man be the center of my world. I'm sorry. He will not. I'm the center of my world. He could be part of it. He could be like an element somewhere, but I'm the center. Me and God, we the center. We we this thing right here. And my core my core are those things that can never be replaced. My father That's can right. never be replaced. My son can never be replaced. My mother, who has passed mm-hmm. on, can never be replaced. That's my core. Not my husband, because mm-hmm. a husband could be replaced. Yeah, I said it. Don't send me no inboxes. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, that's the so, truth. That's the truth. And you, you I think that, that, that we don't know, and we end up settling. And mm-hmm. I don't feel that if you are trying to live your life, like truly live and be happy, settling is nowhere in there. It's, it's nowhere in that thought process. So if you are settling, you're allowing yourself to be held back. You're allowing yourself to be stifled. You're allowing yourself to be placed in a box that you really don't want to be in because you're settling for security. You're settling because, oh, he's a good man. He could be a good man. He just may not be the man for you because every relationship has a wrinkle. And mm-hmm. sometimes some relationships have so many wrinkles that you can't iron it out. And, you know, if you get an outfit, y'all ladies Ooh. know, y'all get an outfit, Ooh. that outfit got too many wrinkles in it, it don't <laughs> lay right, it, you're going to take that thing, you're going to put it right back in the closet, you're going to find something else to tell wear. Them, tell them, that's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I like oh, that. We got a got hand up. We got a hand all up. Down. <laughs> we got a hand up three five two 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 two. You are live in the chat room. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yeah, this is calling from Gainesville, Florida. What's up, Q? Yeah, what's up? How you doing, brother? What's up, brother? Good to see you. Personal trainer. Yeah, yeah. What's up, boy? Yeah, nothing too much, man. I'm just checking out y'all conversation. Okay. And okay. it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I want to chime in what on what the young lady said about wholeness. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and, and for me, it starts with transparency. Getting involved with someone, there has to be transparency there from both parts, mm-hmm. because the transparency allows you to see that person's true identity. Mm-hmm. And if you're a transparent person, you'll be able to see exactly who that person is you're dealing with from the beginning, and mm-hmm. how long you allow them to be in your space. So transparency and trust is very important in identifying someone else in a relationship. The next thing you spoke on was wholeness. Wholeness mm-hmm. is very important. Wholeness is very important because that allows you to see the core of who you truly are. And when you identify with yourself where it starts, that way you can identify once again with the person you're dealing with. I believe mm-hmm. in a marriage 
you still maintain, you got to maintain your singleness. Mm-hmm. You got to remain mm-hmm. single even in a marriage. And I don't what mean that, that for those that may not understand me going out there cheating, seeing other people. What I mean is for a singleness, you building something with someone and you allowing them to continue to be who they are without trying to control them and build them to be who you want them to be because that control aspect shows that you're insecure with who you, who you are. Mm. But you got to, yeah, yeah. You got to allow them to be who they are and they have to allow me to be who I am. That's very important because then you, you continue to keep your happiness. You continue to grow as a person. You can build on your purpose. You can build on your destiny mm-hmm. and be that person that God created you to be. And that's the singleness any, aspect. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's the singleness aspect. Oh, but I have a question aspect. for you. Absolutely. What's, what's your name? Yes, ma'am. Okay. My name Chip. Just Chip. like potato chips. All right, Chip. Chip. All right, Chip, potato chip. I love lace potato chips. <laughs> All right, then. I have a question I, I for too. you. Uh-huh. So our topic is... I don't know if you were able to catch our trending topic, but it's your woman is here to keep you accountable and push you to be a better man. But my question to you is, what does your woman do for you? Um, she encouraged me. I appreciate her being a good listener. First and foremost, you know, being a good listener that way, she see my heart. She hear my heart. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe in being held accountable. I'm not an insecure person, so I don't mind being held accountable for what my responsibilities might be as a man. But at the same time, I hold her accountable because I know, you know, when, 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 when I became whole, I knew exactly what I was looking for. So I laid that down up front. So I hold her accountable, you know, for the things that um, that I'm looking for in her, or that she mm-hmm. brought to the table to me from 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 jump start. Now I'm not talking about things because she have her things, I have my things. I'm not talking about houses, clothes, cars, money, right, none of right. that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about who she is from her heart and who I am from my heart. Now, the answer to your question, what she do for me. Um, besides encouragement, just to give you a, uh, an example this morning, you know, her sending me a text, you know, just the little things for me is what get me going, you know, uh, mm-hmm. good morning, my black, king. good morning, my black king, you know, mm-hmm. I'm praying that you have a fantastic Friday and um, the kisses and little stuff like that. She may send in a text message, the care, the concern, her showing interest in me and and the encouraging words is what get me going. And not just saying it, but um, her putting action into it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if she at my home, if she at my home and she spend the night, you know, she'll wake up, baby, I hear your stomach growling, I'm going to cook her some breakfast. Okay, yeah, when you leave... When you leave, I'm going out here. I'm going to make sure your tire pressure good and your fluids are good in your car. You know, make sure you make it back home safely. And mm-hmm. just the little things like that, keeping each other covered, which are important. Mm-hmm. And not trying to take from each other, but pouring into each other constantly. And that's the key. Mm-hmm. 
not worrying about yourself. You can't worry about yourself and build something positive. You can't do it. If you just take, 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 that person going to be depleted. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They're going to be depleted. And you're going to feel like you're dragging heavy weight. I done been through Mm -hmm. that before. Yeah, I done been through a relationship like that before getting drugged. Carrying, through COVID, carrying getting, what you call it, getting stud, what, stud drugs. What kind of weight? What kind of weight? What dead kind of weight, weight is called? Dead, dead weight. Dead weight. <laughs> yeah. And see, yeah. that was that. Now I could speak about myself. I allowed myself to get in that relationship because I was vulnerable and blind. You see, mm-hmm. I wasn't Absolutely. whole. I was vulnerable. I was recuperating. I was recuperating from mm-hmm. from from. from uh, hurt and pain and Absolutely. allow someone to come in, you know, mm-hmm. and got with that person for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. But when I became whole and seen myself and seen her for who she was, I said to myself, if I was whole, there was no way I would have chose somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But you know so what? That was, I'm, I'm glad you said that? that. Let me tag the show real quick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This okay. is Let's Chat. For those who are on Facebook Live, we are doing a live chat show here where you guys can chime in on our trending topic. Our trending topic we had on Facebook yesterday, a lot of people chimed in. Shout out to all of those that did comment. Uh, the topic is, men, your women, your woman is here to keep you accountable and push you to be a better man. Now, if y'all want to call in and voice your opinions, make sure you hit us up at 347-205-9387. We are live, y'all. We are live. Okay, so we got Chip on the line, and he touched on a few things yes. now, yes. affirmations. I got this thing with affirmations. And I'm going to have to give my little disclaimer. Yeah, I said it. And don't send me no inboxes. But <laughs> I have this thing about affirmations, affirmations and actions that you you have to know people's love languages. But the thing with your love language is sometimes it can be deceiving because your love language changes depending on who that person is and what kind of energy y'all share because you may – not be touchy-feely with one, and one, that energy is just so um, magnetic that you're always touching. Like you have to have their touch. Their touch, they don't have to do anything but touch you. You see what I'm saying? But love without action is deceiving too. Because I can say I love you all day long. It's just a word unless I show you. And I'm glad that Chip gave examples of she not only affirms me, but she she does things to show me that she loves me. Now, my problem with affirmations and those people running around here affirming everybody every five minutes, somebody that affirms you every five minutes is not trying to convince you that you are great. They're trying to convince themselves that you are great. Mm. If you got to tell you ain't got to tell me I'm great. I already know I'm great. But if you got to tell me I'm great, I'm awesome, I'm perfect every five minutes, you're trying to convince yourself that those are the qualities I have, not me, because I already know. So I think it, it could be too much sometimes when you are. It's okay to compliment people's strengths and who they are. And Miss T, I see you. So if you want to chime in, just chime in. We gonna got my right hand as well as my left. The fabulous Miss Tony is in the chat room. But I think <laughs> hey, 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 everybody. <laughs> hey, Tony, Those people that got to affirm you every five minutes, but that affirmation don't have an action behind it. You better get at the side eye. There's something wrong with that there. Mm-hmm. What y'all think about this? Mm-hmm. 
Well, let me speak. Um, I, I feel that that's true to a certain degree, to a large degree, actually. But sometimes you'll find somebody, somebody will find you really just that amazing. You <laughs> really, someone that's really just been through it, and they had, you know, just met a woman or met a guy that was, you know, they've been going through these downs. I ain't gonna call them ups. These downs and the last five relationships or whatever, they've just been so you know, tumultuous, you know, they finally meet someone that meets all these standards. So they may text you all the time and tell you all the time how amazing you are, how great you are, you know. So, uh, but 99% of the time, you're right. If somebody's always, um, you know, telling you that, they're really trying to convince themselves uh, of that. So I agree. But you, I give that little 1% because sometimes you really are just that amazing to a person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I think and you got to stay Open. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, no, I think go you got to stay open, you know, open to give them an opportunity because it could just be that what, what Quentin just said. Mm-hmm. I give you an example. I give you an example. See, if you're walking in darkness, all you see is darkness, and that's what you think it's all about in a relationship. So you wake up to a hard blow in the morning. It's a big old gap in the bed at night, every night. Um, you wake up to, hey, good morning. Mm. You wake up to something like that every morning. But wow. then you get somebody in your life that's refreshing, that's a light and refreshing because they have sureness and true love in their heart. You appreciate that freshness. You appreciate that, that start to a brand new morning. So it's, it's, it's not always an angle. But it's an appreciation because you walked in darkness for so long. And now mm-hmm. you walk it in this light, a light of another person, and you realize, dang, I've been missing this all this time. Mm-hmm. This is how it's really supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what That's you're saying. That's deep. Absolutely. And I, it was. And then I like what you said, though, because you said that sometimes people get together. Because they hurt And uh, I don't know if you were listening Before you came on We were talking about Sometimes you settle In uh, relationships And oh, yeah. I think we're a, First of all This society we, we settle for almost anything You're looking for security You're going to settle for security I mean you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying But I think that a lot of times You get into a relationship Especially marriages Where You are so tired Of being hurt by other people, that that's why you settle into a marriage because it's a safe place. It's a safe relationship. See, women are good for that. We will get in a safe relationship. Yeah, I said it. Don't send me no inboxes. We will get in a safe relationship in a minute. That means that that relationship really does lack um, that emotional, um, passionate flame. But it's to avoid being hurt. Does that make I'm going to say this. And I, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I, I say this too, you know, um, where, where, where strength has to lie within yourself. Because, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying this in an arrogant way at all, but when you know your worth, when you know your worth, because, you know, before, um, before I met the young lady I'm with now, I met quite a few women, but mm-hmm. I was honest and straight with them. 
if I saw they wasn't this thing wasn't going past uh, first gear, mm. I let them. I, I tell them, no, nah, no, nah, this is not gonna work. You know, because we're two yeah. different people. It's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't no, the type bro, of person no, that you no. hang around and I just hit, you know, just hit the coochie. I didn't want to <laughs> live like that. You know what I'm mm. saying? <laughs> I wanted to be real with them because right. at the end of the day, when, when things like that happen, now you got some 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 ties growing, you know. Right. And mm-hmm. and 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 now you're gonna want other things. You might want me to pay a bill. You might want me to do this. Want to do that. You want to hang around. But I know it ain't even going that far. So why waste my time? Mm-hmm. Right. So right. Right. So yeah. So. I think I think um, the important thing is we have to know our worth instead of settling, you know. And I know most women, most women, because I hear several of them say it at the job. I hear some say it, you know, um, when I'm out and about. They feel like their time clock is ticking. Right. They so they the got rest. to they get in into something. They mm-hmm. in a hurry. They in a hurry. But I think I believe woman, a woman and man too. While you're single, you work on yourself. See, I'm a, I was alone, but I wasn't lonely. Right. I was at peace coming home. I was at peace. Q, how many times you called me? I was at a show by myself or at the movie yeah. by myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was my building process. I was getting to know myself, but I was at peace. So, you know, the point, the point that I'm making is we shouldn't settle. We shouldn't have to settle. Why settle mm-hmm. when you know your worth and you can have that worth? Absolutely. Pete, you want to chime in? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, once again, thank you. Uh, sorry for the little tardiness on my part this evening, but I happened to walk in at the opportune time to hear Chip share some, some solid knowledge. And now is that that this didn't seem like it came overnight. It seemed like it was a journey that he had taken. So I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, Am I right? Your name is Chip? You're welcome. Yep, just like potato chip. All right. I love me some potato chips. I'm just saying. But But you were speaking some knowledge, and I love that you said you have to know your worth and not settle because I think a lot of us, um, like Leisha did say, we, we settle for the safe. We set up for the safeness, but sometimes that safeness outgrows, you know, because you tend to want more. You want, you tend to want something more deeper, more solid, that mm-hmm. foundation to, to grow. And, and when you're safe, that doesn't appear in a relationship because while that safeness is there, that other person that's providing you the safeness, they're, they're out there doing what they want to do. They're happy while you're just sitting home feeling safe. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it does. So you definitely have to know your worth, and 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 like Chip said, take that time while you're alone and not lonely, and know yourself. Chip, you you preaching tonight, buddy. I just want to say thank you because you, <laughs> even if well, you're if, welcome, thank you. Anybody at any level in any relationship can pick up a, a jewel that many jewels that you have dropped tonight. That's right, Pastor. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Don? <laughs> Absolutely, Chip. Absolutely. We're going to put you Thank back you. in the queue. We want you to continue to listen, Chip. We appreciate you chiming in on our topic. Definitely. Thank you all for having me. We, we appreciate you. Thank you, bro. Love you, man. Love you too, bro. 
And we want to welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome all of those that are on my Facebook uh, post, my live, everybody that's in the chat room, y'all. This is a live conversation, y'all. This is serious. This is going down up in here today. We have the fabulous author, Quentin Morgan, relationship advocate. He's on here just breaking. He done broke down everything. So if y'all just tuning in, one, I'm going to say you need a pencil and paper because he's dropping juice. This is being dropped right here. And two, mm-hmm. if you're just tuning in, you want to make sure you go back and check our archives out here on blogtalk.com or on iTunes. Our topic today is He Says, She Says. And I think that a lot of times we say the same thing, but um, the other person doesn't hear it because we don't say it in a way that they're receiving it. And so a lot of times it's not really what you say. It's one, the way you say it, and two, how that person receives whatever you're saying uh, and how they interpret it on top of that. And so we got Miss Tony in the chat room. If y'all want to call in, 347-205-9387. If you're already listening and you want to chime in, just press your ones and we will bring you in. But this is a, this is a great Venus versus Mars conversation that we're having here in the chat room on today. Shout out to mm-hmm. everybody on the Facebook Live. Helena, Helena Real Talk, Helena, uh, Wendy Rogers Curtis, Arthur Peter Mack, Arthur Serenity Hall. Everybody is chiming in. If you chimed in on our trending topic post, uh, our topic today really is uh Men, your woman is here to keep you accountable and push you to be a better man. Now, now our next trending topic is going to be about women, so don't send me no inboxes talking about somehow I'm be bashing women. Because, you know, I got some inboxes that, you know, some men felt like I was bashing them, and I'm not bashing them. I was just, it's a topic. Just hold us accountable. I'm right. But a lot of men agreed with it more than women did. Mm-hmm. And there, there are some words. Some people didn't like the word push. Just like mm-hmm. some women don't. I don't like the word control. So it's that aspect of the trigger words, as uh, mm-hmm. Quentin talked about earlier, and what those words do, what they trigger inside of you uh, to help mm-hmm. you receive and respond to whatever somebody's saying to you. Because sometimes, you know, it just be the wrong word. And it's not really what they say. It's just the words. We done picked out certain words that they done use. They done said about a whole paragraph, we done picked out five words, and we're offended. Yeah, when we do that, <laughs> and I, I know I do. And not, on, <laughs> and not only that, Leash, it could depend on the day that you're getting that word as well, yes. because you may not just be in the mood to be receptive to anything. No matter what Absolutely. the word is, what the, the, the person is, you may not just uh-huh. be in that mood to be receptive. To it. So that plays a really big key as well. Q, how do you feel about that? Uh, well, it's a lot of it's a lot of key factors, you know, that goes into uh, into that. But you know, uh, the bottom line is, you know, you have to know your partner, you know, at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And once you understand and know your partner, then you you know won't um, you won't key in or say certain things that's going to trigger them to act a certain way. You know, so at the end of the day, just mm-hmm. it's a matter of understanding and uh, communicating. You know, which is the main you know, the main aspect of any relationship is communication. So once you commune, which is back and forth, that's all communication uh, means, um, once you understand that um, about your partner, there's certain things you won't touch on, certain things you won't um, say, 
um, you just find another way to say certain things in order to get mm-hmm. your point across because you don't want to trigger them to act a certain way. And then we all know that sometimes once you, you know, throw that trigger word out there, you know, you're done for the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't want the whole day to be ruined because of one word or because of phrase or what have you, you know. So bottom line is you have to know your partner and know their love language and know what not mm-hmm. to, uh, what you can and can't say to them. That is so true. So I just want to know. I, I, I want to say, no. See, I, I I can I can relate to that, and and uh, this is Tony, everyone. I can relate to that because I I have I know my husband's trigger words, and the main trigger word that I have learned not to use after twenty five years of marriage is to say, "You always dot dot dot." Mm. Oh my lord, that's like World War Twenty. What do you mean I always, so I have to keep in the in the forefront of my mind, not in the back, because I need it close, because I can grab it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Y'all know, she's only been married like 50 million years, and she over here dropping a wife one-on-one jewels on us. <laughs> I know his trigger words, so I know not to say, babe, why are you always doing this, or why are you always doing that? And then I know he will gradually shut down. When mm-hmm. I use that, that always. So now I have mm-hmm. to rephrase, and I've learned mm-hmm. to 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 know that before I open up my mouth to say why you something whatever. So don't guess don't what, say Tony? Like, like you learn you you learn those things. Go ahead, Kim. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Now that you've learned not to say that, you learn to redirect or reconstruct mm-hmm. the way you're going to say certain things. You get more out of them now, right? Absolutely. Right, That's why we right. celebrating twenty five. <laughs> uh huh. And now you find out, and now you know why you always dot 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 because you don't say that. So now you re- you redirect the way the way you say it, and now you find out uh-huh. why he always dot dot dot. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and that's yeah. when you know something else. I'm gonna share something else that you know Miss Tony don't usually be sharing her all her personal, but he don't. This is tonight to be sharing. <laughs> but you know how sometimes you know um, I'm gonna just keep it here, hubby. You know he's when he's driving, he's you know the the the, the traffic in New York can be horrendous sometimes. So whatever was going on, he was. You know, a little fuming, and he, I, I've learned to just, it ain't involving me, don't say nothing. <laughs> so he wanted somewhere to vent that frustration. So I just let him vent because the ride was about an hour, and when we got to our destination, he was telling his brother, man, she didn't even open her mouth, so I couldn't even blame her. So <laughs> I knew that I'm not going to be the the, the, the the object of your frustration, so he just sat back, read her book, and we got there. He was fine. He realized that I, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. wasn't me. I want to go back, shut, though. Just keep it going. I want to mm-hmm. go back because sometimes, and I, I, I agree, but I, I think it's a thin line because I think sometimes your trigger words, and shout out mm-hmm. to Willie Mo Jr. because he talked about this, your trigger words is not on the other person. Your trigger words are on you. That Those mm-hmm. things bring up something inside of you, and you have to understand mm-hmm. where it comes from. You see what I'm saying? Why, why, why does this word make you feel this way? And you can't mm-hmm. really blame the other person for using it. Because well, a lot of times, if 
if y'all just got into a relationship, she don't know what your trigger word is. He don't know what your trigger word is. And if you haven't expressed how you feel about certain things in a constructive way, they're not going to mm-hmm. know. You see what I'm saying? Tony mm-hmm. been married 25 years. She like, shoot, if I ain't got it by now, it's something wrong. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> some people might just be two years, might just be seven years, and they haven't caught on to the fact that when I say this, this triggers something within my mate. And mm-hmm. it's like everybody has to start stopping and, and thinking and and being aware that when wrinkles appear in your relationship, I don't know if you guys are just mm-hmm. tuning in. I talked about wrinkles. Um, mm-hmm. There are wrinkles that appear. Just like if, ladies, if you get clothes and, and your shirt is too wrinkled and your or your skirt mm-hmm. is too wrinkled, if it's got too many wrinkles, you're just going to put it back in the closet. You're not going to mm-hmm. wear that outfit. And wrinkles appear in relationships all the time. And they start off mm-hmm. as small wrinkles, little things that can be ironed out, you know, but mm-hmm. we don't. We just go on and turn the shower on and hopefully the shower, you know, straightens out with the steam or we just go on mm-hmm. and put it on and maybe no one nobody notice that it's wrinkled. You know what I'm saying? Right. But those wrinkles, those small things that we don't sit down and talk about, like this word is a trigger for me, why? Or this mm-hmm. word is a trigger for her, why? You got to not mm-hmm. only question you and, and what's going on with inside you because, if, again, if you ain't right, your relationship is going to be lopsided. Mm-hmm. So, and if you're not mm-hmm. in tune with your mate to understand that it's something with this going on, so maybe it's something we need to talk about. It's something we need to talk about or discuss, or it's something they need to work through. Now, it's always them because it's their trigger word. But again, being that person's woman or that person's man, you are there to guide them to. Um, advise them and, and try and help them talk and work things out when they're going through things. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's part of being in a relationship. But at the same time, trigger words, that's your thing. That's really not the other mm-hmm. person's thing. They're just being well, considerate when they when they don't use them. <laughs> well, absolutely. They're just being considerate when, they're, um, when they don't use them. And you're absolutely right that it's the person that actually has the problem with the trigger word that is their issue. Um, but a lot of times the person that has the issue doesn't know that they have the mm-hmm. issue. And that's what a part of the the root word relationship is relate. And that's when the relate part comes in. That's when you mm-hmm. relate that to the individual. You know, I, I noticed, you know, every time I say so-and-so, you act a certain way or you mm-hmm. say a certain thing or whatever it may be. Um, what is it about that that makes you, you know, and then you can actually have them, they will actually find within themselves, oh, dog, you're right. I don't know why. Or I do know why. Or let me figure out why, whatever. Then that can be addressed that way. I remember years ago, I was um, dating this girl, and she was funny. And um, I said, you're so crazy. Crazy? I ain't crazy. What you mean? I'm tired of people calling me crazy. Hold on, time out. Wait. <laughs> you know, that's funny. I'm not, what do you mean? And, um, I mean, she snapped. I, I'm not even examining. She straight up like a light switch. Snapped, uh-huh. you know, but I figured out, you know, it's because of the last relationship she was in. Her boyfriend called her crazy all the time, but he was talking about her being, <laughs> her being crazy. You know, really crazy. I was saying, you know, really crazy. I was saying crazy as in funny. He was saying crazy as in nuthouse, you know, and, um, <laughs> and she snapped, you know, I mean, I mean, complete. 
I mean, I saw another Jason style. I'm like, God, dog, incredible hawk. But um, but that was the problem. You know what I mean? You know. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, it's it's on the person to to know what the trigger word is, and it's their issue. The person that has a trigger word issue is their issue. But also, it's a courtesy for the person not to use a trigger word. But also, in the confinements of the relationship, if that is an issue, then you need to bring that up to your partner and say, "Look, why is it when I say um, you always whatever you you mm-hmm. you know you shut down, you get upset? What is it about that? You know, I'm not meaning that mm-hmm. in a derogatory way. I mean, whenever I say that, you get you go off the handle. What is it? Then, then that'll mm-hmm. allow them to say, oh, you're right. I don't know why, or I do know why, or whatever. But it, it allows them to reach and search within themselves and figure out what the true issue is with um, that certain phrase, a certain word. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and I want to be clear, though, because there are um, abusive relationships where words are used in the mm-hmm. abusive form. And so mm-hmm. we're talking about in a relationship where things are he- uh, are are healthy or you're growing together and you're just learning how to work together but in a there are not just physically abusive relationships there's emotional abusive relationships there are verbally abusive relationships and so we don't in any way want anybody to feel that if you're in that type of relationship that you have to um shrink yourself to please anybody because you do not um, and those type mm-hmm. of relationships are ones that you don't want to be in. That Those are the uh-huh. ones that you need to uh, run from. But we're talking about when you're in a relationship and it's it's a good relationship, but sometimes we we as men and women have a hard time connecting. And it's just on word usage, you know, learning how to, as Ms. Tony said, reword some of the things that we say the, and helping our mate work through things, Um, Mm -hmm. like I brought up the post where people had a problem with the word push. And me, Mm -hmm. myself, I have a problem with the word control. And it's not Mm -hmm. that your man doesn't have control because he does, because his words should have weight. Things that he says to you, things that your woman says to you, their words have weight, which is a form of control. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But me, I don't know what it is. The word control, I'd be like, well, control what? Who, what, what? No. <laughs> My trigger word is liar. Oh, please don't call <laughs> me a liar. Cause that's one thing, I, I, I'm, I'm very conscious of the words I speak in and even more conscious of how I speak them. But um, I do have one question I'd like to pose to our listening audience as well as um, you guys. And I want to go back to the, the safe relationships, those those men and women that are in safe relationships. And once again, you're listening to Let's Chat. My name is Miss Tony, and I am joined by my phenomenal co-host, Miss Leisha, and the even more phenomenal uh, co-co-host, <laughs> Quentin Morgan. And we have a fantastic topic trending this evening. Since yesterday, actually, he said, she said. But I want to go back to this safe relationship that we spoke of just a little bit ago. How do men and women that are in safe relationships are able to even know their trigger words? Because you may be in that situation and not want to rock the boat. So you don't know what your trigger word will be. What would you guys say to that? Because they may even be afraid or or hesitant to say something, be it a man or a woman. I would say for a woman in a safe relationship, Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's safe. Y'all don't argue. Y'all don't fight. It's it's not combative. There are no 
you know, the wrinkles are there, but they're easily overlooked. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. if there are trigger words, normally in a safe relationship you could talk about anything. So if it's a trigger word, because y'all really are falling back on your friendship opposed to Mm -hmm. um, a, a relationship, most of the time I think that you want that lustful um, connection, that lustful passion with your partner. And most safe relationships lack that lustful passion, you know, because it's not not based on that. It's based on hurt. Right. But I also think that safe relationships tend to not have as much communication as should be in a relationship. And that's one of the reasons why one may consider it to be safe. How do you all feel about that? Uh, well, I mean, let me say this. I'm going to go in another direction. Wait, we got a side well, well, and an aunt. And well, look, well, look, look, well, look, his this. voice <laughs> went real low. Like, well, I don't know about that. Well, it's not, I love the debate uh, well, uh, anyway. <laughs> well, no, it's not. I'm not even going to debate it. It's really trigger words. Wait. <laughs> his whole demeanor just changed. It's just like, I know, well, right? I don't know. Did I say a trigger word, Q? Did I say a trigger word? Trigger words aren't always bad, especially, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you you have certain trigger words doing um, lovemaking that can trigger a certain reaction, okay? Uh Trigger words, and not just trigger words, you have uh, trigger appearances, okay? Certain appearances will trigger a certain reaction within... Uh um, the relationship, right? From a from a uh-huh. sexual or love making standpoint. Okay. So trigger uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, on trigger it's not always bad. Okay. Uh they could be right. good as well. So and and, and you, you probably in a safe relationship <laughs> you probably you know, those trigger words are probably used on the on the positive side, you know, more often than not. You know. Uh-huh. Um but one thing about safe relationships um, and I don't think a relationship uh, most of the thing is safe, okay? But mm-hmm. um, for but but a relationship that is safe, you know, um, since we're using that phrase, um, right? Relationships that are safe, you know, you, 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 certain things are just not gonna. If it is a trigger word, you're gonna address it because you can talk about anything, right? You're not worried about triggering a certain reaction, okay? Mm-hmm. Because right. you, mm-hmm. it's safe. You know, it's just like when you play baseball. He's safe. He can do whatever he wants. No, he's on base. Same thing right. um, in a relationship, you know, that's safe. You're safe. So within that structure or uh, within that uh, uh, that atomic structure, if you will, you're able to do do and say anything because you're safe, because you're not going to – they're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere, not because you're um, insecure because you need them for whatever is because you all are safe mm-hmm. and you all are compatible. You all are one. You all understand. You all uh, direction, purpose, assignment within that relationship. So you're able to talk about it if your relationship is mm-hmm. safe. But a lot of times when you're not secure, which means you're not safe in your relationship, you, you sometimes you'll find it hard or hard pressed to really talk about it because you don't want to rock the boat. You want to mm-hmm. keep it like it is, if you will. But I think right. the best relationships are relationships where you can communicate that to your partner um, to find out what the trigger word is, 
or, or, or you may, they may already, they may not know, but you may know what it is because you said it and they act in a certain way. You can bring that to their attention, and that allows mm-hmm. them to, like I said earlier, search for themselves and find out why um, that irks them so bad. But like I said earlier, it's not always or a second ago. Um, it's mm-hmm. not trigger words aren't always bad. Sometimes it's good, you know what I mean? So it's just that equal balance um, that we need in relationships in order to have our relationships flourish. Mm-hmm. And I think the key word there is balance. Mm-hmm. So important. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. T- Absolutely. So, T- when you, okay, so I want to go here because Monique, you know, Monique stay in the news, child. Monique, I don't mm. know. Comedian <laughs> Monique, child. Come on, child. Come on, girl. Come on. <laughs> but when she came out with the open relationship, with between her and her husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like some of the things that she was saying because the point that she made was we are not just open. We're open to communication. We're open to understanding. In other words, she's saying, yes, when it started, it was open sexually because I didn't want to stop doing whatever I was doing. But gradually mm-hmm. it became an understanding that, we had some flaws in our relationship. And most of the time, people in relationships and not just married people, they are not as um, forthcoming and as mm-hmm. open as they claim to be. Mm-hmm. And not just in the safe relationship. Most of those passionate relationships with folks is avoiding trigger words and they avoiding doing this and they making sure they don't do that. That, that to me, that's, and not in Miss Tony because Miss Tony been married almost thirty years, so I'm just saying <laughs> it shows a wrinkle. You know, it shows a wrinkle in the relationship. And instead of uh, stopping to go back and uh, and and find out what it is, we just keep going. It's like we see a stop sign, mm-hmm. and you how you do that um, rolling yeah. stop where you stop, yeah. but, yeah, but exactly. you don't stop. You kind of roll stop, but you keep mm-hmm. going. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We do that a lot in relationships. We roll stop. Mm-hmm. What y'all think about that? Well, okay. Want me to speak? Okay, I'll mm-hmm. speak. Um, well, you 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 do have to go back to Monique, Monique, Monique um, thing, saying that she has an open relationship and they're open to all of the facets of the relationship. Um, you also have what I call closed relationships. Okay that are not open to those other facets, that are not open to really open communication, that are not open to, you know, the other things that really that need to be addressed, right? <laughs> okay? And it keeps the relationship closed up, in which when the relationship is closed up, it's effed up, okay? Because can't nothing come in and can't nothing go out. That means nothing is given and nothing is being received, okay? So mm-hmm. when, you, when you, you have to have an open relationship to a certain degree, but once again, you talk about you know how you how you using the word open. You know, you talk about open sexually or whatever. But at the, end, at the end of the day, if you all have that openness and you all are on one accord with your openness, then everything should go as planned. Okay, but you have to have an understanding of who you are and what you all both want in your openness. Okay, um, it's mm-hmm. not even if it is even if you're swinging, right, or polygamy. You know, what, let me speak on this. I'm, I'm gonna go another day. I saw, I oh, saw a show this morning. Oh, that's that's I mean, where you I'm got multiple boyfriends or whatever. 
Okay. Yeah, well, you can have, yeah, I saw a show this morning um, mm-hmm. called Seeking. They got a show? Okay. Yeah, they got a show called Seeking um, a Second Wife or Seeking Something, right? What? A third wife, whatever. Oh, but here's the thing. What's the, what's, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If that works for them, then so be it. Then so mm-hmm. be it. I'm not one to, to to direct you on what's wrong and what's right. If that's working for you all, then fine. But here's my question. I know I'm off the subject, but here's my question. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that why is it always directed for always to benefit the man? It is not to benefit the woman. He can have mm. three wives, but she can't have three husbands. You know, he can mm-hmm. have three sets of coochie, but she can't have three sets of wee-wee. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, come on now. That's it's right. always directed towards the men. It's always to benefit the men. Even in the Quran, right? Even in the Quran. You know what happens mm-hmm. when a man goes to goes to heaven? In the Quran, what happens when a man goes to heaven? You know what he gets when he goes to heaven? He gets 72 virgins. He gets 72 oh, virgins. Right. 72 virgins, right? Now, what? that's to benefit, right? That's to benefit the man. And what the woman get? She gets 72 virgin wee-wees. How what does she get? <laughs> right? You know, she gets sent to two virgins. Wait, wait, we gotta do a disclaimer because if you are Muslim and you are listening to our show, we are not being offensive. But I, I okay, no, I didn't even know that. I didn't have no clue Me about what that's it was. Knowledge you sharing. That's the truth. Right, you right. just pulled, you just you just dropped some jewels because I didn't even know. I'm like, absolutely. That's right. You know, so so it's wow. always to benefit the male. When you talk about these mm-hmm. open relationships, a lot of times, even when you talk about, I know I'm going off the subject, a lot of times a guy mm-hmm. asks a woman for a threesome, right? But she darn sure can't mm-hmm. ask for no threesome with another dude. Now he ticked mm-hmm. off. He ticked off because the, you know why he's ticked off? I know I'm about to go off, but you know why he's ticked <laughs> off? He's ticked off because his ego is going to be bruised. With other man coming there, and that dude got nine and you got seven, so now you ticked off, right? You know, women don't mm-hmm. care. Women will say, okay, we can have a threesome with two other women or with another woman. That's fine because she don't care as long as she's pleasing you. But a man is based upon ego, and a lot of men's ego won't allow him to allow his woman to have another man come in their bedroom, but he darn sure asked her for another woman since he's talking about being open. I'm sorry. I didn't went all off the subject, but I had to address No, that's a good subject, though. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good detour. That's a great detour. <laughs> that's a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's why, you that. know, be open. Be open, mm-hmm. man. Y'all talking about being open. You're going to be open. Be open all the way around. Just don't benefit the guy. Be open <laughs> for the woman, too. She should be able to have more wee-wee than just yours if you can have more coochie than just hers. Absolutely. But you know what? I love to watch the show Insecure. I don't know if anybody watched that. Raise your hand. But I love the the show Insecure, and they did talk about open relationships. And the thing is that open relationships, everybody is not mentally prepared for that. Mm-hmm. It is um, it 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 has a, it, it's a different level of a relationship, and mm-hmm. the agreement is um, basically you know we agree on this, we agree on that. That means everybody it's like. Everybody agree to stop at the stop sign. That means when stop sign come, we stop. We don't roll stop, we stop. And if we roll stop, we know we're going to get a ticket, right? So I think mm-hmm. that everybody can't be in an open relationship because it's 
it's uh it's a fuzzy line. It's a blurred line. Nobody, you know, you can have rules, but nobody really knows when to stop and go. They doing a roll and stop when they need to do a complete stop because they in their mind they have a preset expectation. And and we get caught up on that. Everybody has a preset expectation for everything. When you meet mm-hmm. somebody, there is a preset expectation. And when mm-hmm. you say, I got trust issues, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm about to say this, it's not that you have trust issues with that other person. You're, trust, you're not trusting yourself, and you're mm-hmm. not trusting your judgment when it that other person Like mm-hmm. I can't trust mm-hmm. my judgment When it comes to you Because I don't know if it's going to be right or wrong And that means mm-hmm. that I'm questioning The relationship that we have You know and, and the person that you are And the person that you make me Because a lot of times relationships are great But you like I don't like the person that you make me In this relationship And that makes the relationship unhealthy Yeah mm-hmm. And one thing about that rolling stop Um when you roll and stop, you're always taking a chance of what? You're getting T-boned, <laughs> okay? Ooh, you're always taking a wow. chance of getting T-boned. <laughs> and what happens when you get T-boned a lot of times? A lot of times you total, your car gets totaled, and there's some right. uh, uh, some catastrophic injuries going to take a, take place. So as long as you mm-hmm. keep rolling and stop, you may get away with it once or twice. Three or four times, but sooner or later, you're going to get pork rolling. You're going to get T-boned, and it's going to be mm. a wrap. Okay, so keep rolling and stopping if you want to. You better stop <laughs> and, and, and focus. Okay, you better stop and focus and look left, look right, and address these issues before we decide to move forward. Because one thing about it, if you never address the issues, the issues are still valid. The issues are still right. there because you have not addressed them. So you cannot roll, stop through them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in those safe Aww. relationships, I just want to say you're really settling. You just happen to settle for a cool person, but you are settling in a safe relationship. You're just settling for um, just uh, not being hurt. So you're really settling for a non-emotional, is that a good word to use, a non-emotional relationship. And it doesn't mean that you don't have emotion, but you're not fully in it. You gotta like you, gotta, you know it's kind of like addressing. You're not it's in kind it of like, It's kind of like not addressing a problem, right? right. I don't want to argue, so I'm not going to address it, right? But the problem's still Avoid. there, but I'm not going to address it because I don't want to argue. I want to stay safe, right? Avoid. I think that's right. just so, a waste of time. I'm sorry, I, my time mm-hmm. is precious. That's just such a waste of time when you can I be think, out there, like Chip said, knowing yourself, finding yourself, mm-hmm. and just know what mm-hmm. you want in life. That's just you don't get that time back to mm-hmm. be, yeah. Safe. That's right. You know, that's just my opinion. Your opinion is valid. Well, thank you, sir. Y'all, let me tell y'all, we got Quentin Morgan on here, y'all. Y'all better go over there and one-click his books, y'all. He got male baggage one and two, female baggage, and he got church hurt. You got to tell us about this church hurt now and that you got coming out soon. Absolutely, Church Hurt will be out February the 17th. Um, mm-hmm. and it's Church Hurt, Hiding Under Religious Traditions. And this church, this book will address the, the epidemic that we have going on right now in a lot of our churches. Um, a lot of people go to the church to receive healing. And we have a lot of mm-hmm. people that comes up that comes out more damaged than they were before they went in because what they're seeing mm-hmm. is people in the church acting worse 
than the people outside of the church. Okay, so um, they come in to seek healing, and they come out worse. You know, you you go to the pastor for um, counseling, and he tells your business to the congregation or to other people within the church. You go to the pastor for counseling, and he tra- marriage counseling, and he tries to sleep with you because you're a woman and you're vulnerable, right? Oh, so mm-hmm. now you're you're yes, right. So now you're more hurt than you was um, prior to going in. So mm-hmm. I wrote that I wrote this book in order to address those um, situations and scenarios and not calling mm-hmm. people out or calling churches out, but mm-hmm. I want um, churches to now focus. Once again, we're talking about addressing problems, right? Trigger words, mm-hmm. okay? So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm addressing certain issues within the church in order to bring the church back to the founding principles in which the church was created in order for us to be able to have a certain place that we can go to to heal and lick our wounds and come out better than we did when we came in. All right, now I just want to confirm that this is a fiction book and uh, and not nonfiction well, because you... this, this ain't this, <laughs> this hey, is a fiction book. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is a uh, no, it's not a fiction book at all. This is a faction book. Okay, these are facts. Book. I like that. <laughs> you know that uh, that I'm that I'm dropping and um and these are um situations that I'm addressing. I've gotten from people within the church. I've gotten from wow. people. These are, not just these are firsthand accounts and accounts from people that have actually went through certain things. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I uh, collectively put these um, thoughts and uh, scenarios together and put them in my mm-hmm. new book, Church Hurt, I'm Hiding Under Religious Traditions, that will be out February the 17th. And for you all um, that's listening right now, you all can go to my Facebook page. I had a video trailer um, for the book out right now, you can go to my Facebook page and watch the video trailer for the book as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome, absolutely. So when you start doing your promotion for that, please, you know, come back here because uh, we would love to dive into this type of book. And uh, I'm sure once our listening audience get a chance to read it, there'll be a lot to talk about and something absolutely. a lot to relate to as well. We're gonna have to have yeah, you absolutely. back on when that book come out. So, we're going to have to have a part two of this. We're going to have to throw in that church hurt. We're going to have to talk that talk a little bit about that. We appreciate you coming on Let's Chat on today. Okay, y'all, so we did a lot today. We did something a little different on the show. I started a Facebook Live, which me and T will do um, randomly, not all the time. Um, But... uh, And we are also um, doing trending topics, which we will do all the time. Go ahead, see. We're just gonna let Lisa do. We let Lisa do the live. She she's a little more technical than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we are live, y'all. Here on Let's Chat, our show is wrapping up. We got we talked about he says she says we went in deep on our trending topic. I think we're gonna carry that over to next week because. Um, we got some live guests on here next week, and so I'm excited because next week we have uh, Nikki Turner, Melvin, uh, uh-huh. actor Melvin Jackson, um, LaJill uh-huh. Hunt, comedian Coco Brown, uh, Nikki uh-huh. Hill, um, filmmaker, well, director, and uh, um, author Laz is going to be back on. And then on the 15th, we're going to have uh, the fabulous Dr. Oscar Underwood, and we're going to talk about the state of our children on the 15th. So we want you guys to make sure you're tuning in to 
Let's chat. We're going to try to do live. I think when I do live next time, I'm going to make sure instead of hooking up to my computer because my computer doesn't have a speaker, I'm going to use my laptop so that way you guys can hear and chime in. But we have our Facebook posts uh, on my page and on T's page. If you want to chime in, we will shout you out on our next show. We appreciate you guys. Mm -hmm. We thank you for tuning in. Yes. Thank you, Quentin, for joining us tonight. Absolutely. I'm Thank glad to be a member. And I, I'm, you all welcome me back, and I'll be back. I want to say this real quick before you all go. I want you all, mm-hmm. everyone out there that's listening, listening to my boy Derek Jackson. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know him personally, but he has a lot of good information. Listen to my boy Steven Speaks Relationships. have a lot of good information, and also listen to me as well. I'm all about information. Mm-hmm. That's why I can shout these brothers out. I'm not about um, self promoting to me to be the best guy or relationship expert or whatever. My main thing mm-hmm. is information for women and for people to better themselves in their relationships. Mm-hmm. Listen to those brothers as long as me as well. Anybody that's talking positive, Leisha, I listen to you. I see you all the time on Facebook. I try to share your stuff as much as I can. Whenever you drop us some jewels, I try to share it as much as I can. But I'm all for information, people. I'm all for information to help the, the next man or the next woman in their relationship. I love you guys, and mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys for having me on. You're very welcome. We appreciate you even more. Absolutely. Well, you are listening to Let's Chat. We appreciate everybody, and we are out. Let's see. Good night, everybody. Uh, we got so much music. Shout out to everybody that sends us independent music. We appreciate y'all. Somebody is always sending us some music here on Let's Chat. So if you got music, you're an independent artist, and you want us to listen to some of your music and you want us to play it on the show, just make sure you send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on Let's Chat, send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. And if you would like to sponsor our show, our show is a free platform that we uh, provide to authors. Uh, make sure you send your request to Let's the chat radio show at gmail.com if you're just tuning in and you want to listen to the show in its full entirety you can hit us up here on blogtalk.com the link is on my page the replay will be available tomorrow you can also check us out on itunes um we love you guys we appreciate you guys and mm-hmm. enjoy your weekend Enjoy your weekend. We're out. We're going to hit you some some of that uh, like whatever uh, author Omar Tyree. Yes, Omar Tyree does more than books. He plays, he does music too.
And it could be like whatever It's really like whatever We just cruise like whatever. Top down like whatever. Drink BC by like whatever. Me and you like whatever. With nothing to do like whatever. It's really like whatever. I mean like whatever. It's like Queen stepped out the crib to die for I try to play it off with my eyes for With her hair and nails, let me get that door She's just the kind of woman I've been looking for Now she ride with me, with the top down We listen to the same music on now I tell her I love the dress you rockin' And I know it's a hundred guys that's clockin' But you ain't thinking about spending time with them You riding around with me, the OG With nothing to do, and nowhere to be, yeah you weren't really doing nothing, and I wasn't really doing nothing, now we both doing nothing together, and it's really like whatever, you know like whatever, we just cruise like whatever, top down like whatever, drink BC by like whatever, me and you like whatever, with nothing to do like whatever, it's really like whatever, I mean like whatever. Smelling real good with the wind blowing. Gotta split up a dress with a thigh showing. Make a brother think about some other things. Got me leaning back like a young king. She look over and ask what I'm smiling about. I tell her she might be one to turn me out. She started laughing and called me crazy. But she a bad lady, I ain't that crazy. This girl got a look that's criminal. And I'm wide awake, nothing subliminal. Shorty knows she got her hooks in me. Anytime you spend this time doing nothing, like a break at the job when you lunching. Now we riding around doing nothing together. And it's all gravy like whatever. Just chilling like whatever. We just cruise like whatever. Top down like whatever. Drink BC by like whatever. Me and you like With nothing to do like whatever. It's really like whatever. I mean, like, whatever. It's like.